Hello and welcome to the Mini Gaming Union Podcast for Monday, January 25th. I'm your host, Kyle, and I'm here with Fozzie. Hey guys. And Daryl. Hello. 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 (laughs) (laughs) This is our second episode of Mini Gup, Mini Gaming Union Podcast. Uh, Unfortunately, we didn't have one between now and the last one because... We were too full up with food. We took Christmas break. Yeah. Well, Daryl's full of food, but... Uh, the other reason was we uh, took Christmas off, so yeah, in order to Sorry. enjoy lots of food. Christmas, yeah, yeah, it's good to it's good to have food. Kyle didn't eat any oh food. Oh my apparently. gosh, yeah. No, I had food. I I didn't have enough though. Oh, poor Kyle. It's <laughs> <laughs> always next year. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Mini Gup once again is our community show for the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast series and the Gaming Union forums. This episode we have discussions on the world of 3D and gaming. And Uncharted 3 basically confirmed, as well as Member of the Month for January, which Daryl will introduce, hopefully. I will. <laughs> well, just to remind everyone, FF and KH Union has a new show every Monday, and the series includes three different shows that are followed on a weekly release cycle, and they are Kingdom Hearts Union, Final Fantasy Union, and of course, Mini Gup. And this is Mini Gup. So exciting. <laughs> and of course... It's produced by GamingUnion.net, which is us, and it comes out on the site and iTunes. And a special thanks to Gilbert, GTR, and Caleb, our forum moderators, who also help organize MiniGup. So, uh... Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you, them. <laughs> them. Thank them. Um, <laughs> they did most of the work, honestly. <laughs> um, uh, we'll have them on eventually. E- eventually. Oh, that'd be Any- so much fun. Yeah. Um, community updates, Daryl, do them. We, we have <laughs> nothing really major, just a little bit about site progress. It is coming along very smoothly. Uh, it's, I'd say, hmm, how much do you reckon percentage completion, Carl? Probably about 60, 70%. I was thinking more like 98. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all, it's all in Daryl's hands now, right? It's nothing left uh, yeah, anybody I, I else so. can do. <laughs> but Daryl's well, asking my job, you, Kyle. Yeah. No pressure. Yeah, my job now is just to whip Daryl. Or, I mean, metaphorically whip Daryl. Encourage him to excel. <laughs> That's my job. This is taking a turn for the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys ready for the world of 3D? Oh, yeah. I don't think I'm ready for it, actually. Really? It's because it, the title is actually... The title of the thread on the Gaming Union forums that this is from... It's from the entertainment section of the forums, by the way, is the world of 3D. Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, the thread was started by good old Omen, who we recently brought on as a staffer on Final Fantasy Union, actually. He said, uh, with the huge success of Avatar, the movie ranked uh, raking in a massive $1 billion. Actually, I think it's at 1.6-ish. It will overtake Titanic as the highest grossing film of all time. Pretty much. Very shortly. Unless you Which was directed by the same person. Yeah. Uh, 3D TVs are on their way to home to our homes and had a massive showcasing at CES, which is the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, which was recent. Uh, and then he posed a few questions. He said, with the launch of the Panasonic 3D Plasma TV in just a few months, are people ready for it? Do we need or do we really want the, the 3D experience at home? Or would we rather it just be an experience we only find at the cinema? And those for those North America, North Americans, that's the theater. Uh, with all PS3s being able to have one quick system update to support 3D gaming, are any of you thinking of going and buying a 3D TV? 
Is 3D a gimmick or is it the next dimension in the home entertainment like HDTVs were to SDTVs? Well, I think the last point is that it isn't the gimmick. It is the next thing. Why? Why do you think that? Because everyone's telling us it is. Oh, mm. but things have flopped before. When you have people like Panasonic and Sony fully supporting it, mm-hmm. they're like the biggest TV manufacturers. So I'd say that <laughs> what they say goes. I feel like Well, I'd s- say what consumers say goes, but... I, I feel like it's another step towards, we're already talking about how movie theaters are really losing money now. Like, I mean, aside from the $1 billion that Avatar has made, <laughs> but um, yeah. like a lot of people aren't going to the movies anymore because they can watch movies either online through bootleg or... Yeah. Uh, Which no one does. No, no one does. No one. Um, <laughs> or they could just watch movies on demand and they don't have to go out i think yeah, it's exactly. i think it's gonna really you know that's really gonna affect the movie industry and i think it's a turn for the worst with regards to the movie industry because like i really love going to the movies and i i would hate to see movies get shut down if you know this is another step towards that well i think one of the, the main three, problems with the, gonna, wait one Sorry, I just want to jump in on that. You think sure. 3D will uh, is not going to help theaters? Um, I I feel like if we have it in the comfort of our own home, I feel like people wouldn't feel as much of a reason to go to oh, see a movie on right, IMAX yeah. and stuff like that. Because that would probably be the only reason why I would go see Avatar is right. to see it in 3D, like completely, you know, engaged in this movie. Right. I think if they started if selling they them home. to people at home, they're like, oh, well, I can just wait for it to come on DVD and it will already be on 3D and I don't have to go to the movies and, you know, spend more money on tickets and stuff like that. So that's right. where I think, like, you know, it's kind of, it might take a turn for the worst. But then again, it might altogether stink. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, would they I have a switching? I don't think it's much of a problem, really. What do you think, uh, Daryl? What were you going to well, say? Well, I think really? that the f- the film industry is just shooting itself in the foot. I don't know what it's like in North America, but the price of a cinema ticket is just ridiculous. Yeah. That's, it's effectively yeah. the same price as buying the film when it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just shy of that here, but yeah. Yeah. And it's like, why would you go... I mean, like, say 10 years ago or something, when I went to see um, uh, The Phantom Menace, it cost me like <laughs> £3 for a ticket, which is like $5. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted to go and see a film now, it costs about ten pounds. Yeah. Which is just yeah, which is about twenty dollars. Right. That's ridiculous. So and it's like, why would I? Why would I go and see that? What, how do you see? What about in terms of gaming? Gaming, I think it's mm. it's a bigger thing. I think it's more. It'll have more impact on gaming than it would the film industry. Well, yeah, definitely. It, it's yeah, it's hard to really call before people actually see well, it. But Daryl and I, I did I get to see it, Avatar in three D, yeah. and that I I. I thought it was amazing, but we only saw it for like five minutes, and you well, actually I think got to about play it from perspective of like HD and SD. Like, if you watch an HD film and an SD film, like you, some people can't even tell the difference. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you if you play an HD game and then play the same game in SD, that is like night and day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when yeah. you bring in 3D, like that's going to be even more of an advancement. Yeah. The thing it's it's without playing them. Like I I didn't get to play Avatar myself in 3D. I mm-hmm. saw. It. Daryl play it. I think I might have had it in control for like two seconds, but <laughs> thanks, Daryl. It changes the experience <laughs> completely. Yeah, I, it's hard to tell. It's uh, 
because playing in 3D is just, uh, it's not something you can really conjure up a, an impression of without having played it. Yeah. I believe it's coming whether we want it or not, though. I know yeah, you said well, that the consumers here. are the ones that say, but if they stop making HDTVs, then you can only buy 3D ones. Oh, and people would rather stink, buy that. Uh, Omen put in some more of his own comments. He was more so, he doesn't really uh, want to jump on the bandwagon for 3D TVs because he feels his TV works perfectly fine. But uh, if there were a way to have TV without glasses for 3D, because uh, wearing 3D glasses makes him feel silly. Yeah, I think that's a pretty big thing. Yeah. It's kind of mm-hmm. lame. Like, because he was saying he likes to use his laptop while he's gaming and switch around between things. And But yeah. uh, Gilbert GTR, just to keep this thing flowing here, uh, followed up with, uh, I think 3D could bring a whole new element to gaming, but it is still very possible that it just won't take off. I will most likely be indifferent when it comes out, but not disinterested. In terms of 3D TV, I can't see it being too popular, only for only for DVD DVDs and Blu-rays. Perhaps yeah, film channels might embrace 3D more. Uh, I'm quite happy to give it a miss, honestly, uh, but it will not resist the flow if the majority of entertainment industry uh, heads that way. I don't, I don't know. think it's really going to make much of an impact to this generation, gaming-wise. Yeah, I It'll agree. probably be next generation. I really don't want to... I. I'm not interested in a 3D game, honestly. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe it's because I can't picture how they would make it 3D. Like, I can't picture it. All I can picture is, like, a virtual reality type thing. But I I don't know. I prefer my games to be yeah, just I, where they are. <laughs> I, I don't know if it really adds to the experience. I thought it was really cool. But, you know, I'm sure my, my parents well, would be very shocked if they saw, uh, you know... Uh, voice chat for the first time in a the game they're just like oh my god that's amazing but this yeah. might be my oh my god that's amazing and then oh wait it actually really isn't that amazing yeah it's if, well avatar is like a third person shooter and, in, and for that it was it changed the experience because when you're playing a, a normal game it's in 2d so mm. where your crosshair is is where you fire yeah. right whereas when when you're playing in 3d you have to aim in front of the object you're trying to hit yeah because mm. it's like because of the depth perception you can't just aim at the thing you want to hit. You have to make sure you uh, counter. Yeah. The what I could see effect. being very interesting is if they uh, bring in motion control into the scenario. Because 3D gaming and motion control, then you could basically be swinging at things that you legitimately see floating in front of you. Mm-hmm. If they could make some sort of incorporation with, say, Wii Motion Plus uh, and 3D uh, visuals, I could see that being like. Well, they're, very they're, there is talks about like amazing. Little Big Planet. Um, because one of the problems people have about Little Big Planet is that there's the different planes, right? Mm. So you, you don't just—it's not just—it's just not like—it's not like a normal platformer. There's three different dimensions. Yeah, that you're like you, you can, can't really see yeah. them. Well, Whereas when you're playing in 3D, they're very clear and you can see which dimension you're in. One issue I would have with that if they got like so 3D where you feel where you really feel like engrossed by the environment is they wouldn't be able to do um well they shouldn't do more graphic games like uh manhunt, manhunt. and stuff like oh, that because yeah. that would be really it could be, be just really, like a really bit over up. the limit yeah that would be like you that's have what to natal's going to be used limit. for <laughs> that was what that's what natal's going to be used for <laughs> yeah i mean if they want to make those games by all means but i mean i can see the audience being less interested in them because yeah like we, we were talking about left for dead a couple episodes ago and how we can take the gore and other people can't mm-hmm. and we should be able to buy that anyway but yeah. it might be a, a limit where more people are, you know, kind of like, this is a bit too much. I literally feel like my hands are covered in blood. And that's not exactly what I had in mind. No, but like, I not, wouldn't I'm not saying that. ban that. I'm saying it probably wouldn't be a smart move. 
Yeah, no, I think that that would be that would be a little going pretty far. Yeah. That would be going I mean, pretty yeah. far. I mean, think I, of how far they take games in general. They could take three yeah. D adds another uh, factor to what they can explore. Mm-hmm. I, I think games are realistic enough yet to really yeah yeah give it a like couple even years. Manhunt. It's it's still it still feels like a game. Yeah, it's not like but well, even if you killing someone, if they explored more into the three um, D advancement, that might change. You know. Yeah. Because like Avatar's might... graphics are actually like pretty poor in comparison to the average uh, game because uh, they have to render the game twice. They have to re- render everything in the game twice because yeah. it you know kind of bl- blurs it. That blurs actually the game running twice. I don't uh, know. If, every I don't know if 3D is going to make anything more realistic. Yeah, it's going to make it kind of look different. Pop mm-hmm. out. Well, I mean, when I watched Avatar, it did look visually like really incredible, but. Uh, but you could I, have 3D and still have the graphics look crap. It's yeah, just well, I, I'm just saying, does it add to the gameplay experience? Is what I'm concerned about, and I don't, I don't necessarily necessarily think it will, unless you know, if they got motion control in there, somebody tries that, that'd be. That'd It'll be add extra depth to the experience. Mm. Yeah, uh, we gotta move on. Any any last thoughts? No. Nope. I think it's coming. I think it's coming. Yeah. It's just it's something that's going to be there. I, I think it'll be next generation mainstream. I think it'll be a lot harder because if you think about it, HD can fit into almost everything on a television because TV can fit into it, movies can fit into it, games can fit into, into it. I can't see regular TV ever in, uh, taking up 3D. Mm-hmm. And with glasses oh, being yeah, involved, no. there's kind of like that drag back too because people need to have those it glasses. Depends if they can make and a if way. they want to wear them. Mm-hmm. Depends if they can make a way that you don't need glasses. Yeah, just stick a giant yeah. glass panel between you and your TV. Also, do you really want to see like friends in 3D? I mean, like that's what I'm starting to think about. It's like, would yeah. you want to see like Seinfeld? Oh my gosh, Seinfeld is coming out of the TV. It'd be a lot, have a lot easier time penetrating the market if it could hit for more fronts like television. But mm-hmm. I think it since it's limited, it's a lot harder. That and I mean, it just increases production time. I can't see how it's like an alternative. You have to do yeah. everything you already do plus 3D. I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure how many people buy a HTV, HD TV so they can watch normal tv i think most people would oh uh, there's they HD probably TV buy it channels. for like the movies and yeah. stuff like that all right so our next chat is about uncharted 3 basically being confirmed by nolan north this was who is po- the voice actor in everything now yeah he's the <laughs> voice of nathan drake uh caleb posted this and he quoted game informer to lead into his uh thread he said as if we needed needed it spelled out, superstar voice actor Nolan North recently confirmed the existence of a new iteration in the Uncharted franchise. I haven't heard this. Speaking to GamePro, North explained that 2010 will be a big year for him, particularly because of his reprisal roles and sequels to Uncharted 2 and Assassin's Creed 2. He also divulged that a couple of still unannounced titles will eat up his time. So Caleb followed up his quote saying, there was more to the article, but it wasn't related to Uncharted. I'm glad to hear this, considering I, along with most people, love Uncharted 2. With Uncharted 2 having a solid and amazing engine, I'm predicting we will see the sequel by either fall 2011 or early 2012. I say, I this say fall because... 2011. What's that? I say fall 2011. <laughs> he continues. <laughs> uh, I say this because when developers have a solid engine, it's usually significantly... It usually significantly decreases the development period because they don't have to make an entire engine again. Mm. Well, that last point is kind of true, but kind of not true. 
They tweak it. How, they make it better. How development works, because a lot of games have trilogies. So the first game, they make the engine. The second game, they enhance the engine. And in the third game, they will go completely over the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like GTA 3, Vice City was basically GTA 3, the two things. And then San Andreas, like, like just <laughs> yeah, hit blew the ball it out of the park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this is exciting news. I mean, it's I, I can't see Sony saying. Um, well, it's not unexpected. I think yeah. Yeah. they announced it was going to be a trilogy when it first came out in 2007. So Yeah. Yeah. I already had a feeling that this was going to be like a huge series that was going to start up, you know? Yeah. Well, they're trying to make a film, so. Are they really? Yeah. No one for that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is he in Assassin's Creed 2? Uh, the main guy. Desmond or Ezio? Yeah. Ezio. Oh, okay. Desmond. Desmond. Oh, Desmond. Oh, right. I don't even, I didn't play the game. Oops. <laughs> anyway, oh. I'm going to follow that up saying, uh, I think the next Uncharted will be for the PSP in all honesty, or there will be Uncharted 3 and a PSP title launched around the same time like Assassin's. Maybe because of the poor sales of the PSP Go, Sony will announce the PSP 2 and Uncharted will be one of the games to feature on that. I'm getting way ahead of myself though, lol. I've still got to buy other titles before that. Well, considering he said that 2010 was going to be a big year for him reprising roles and Going on what Ubisoft have said about Assassin's Creed 2.5, I reckon there will be an Uncharted PSP game. Probably. I mean, that's what they did with Resistance and Ratchet and Clank and uh, other many other games, mm. <clears throat> Sony franchises. I could see it happening, but it's just my concern is I hate all shooters on PSP. Yeah, I think the I've only one I liked that. was Battlefield. No, not Battlefield. It was uh, what's uh, EA's Call of Duty series? Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor. That's the one. <laughs> I liked that. It was it was okay. It was it was passable, mm-hmm. but everybody else failed. Well, I heard that the last uh, game that they had on the PSP for Assassin's Creed, I heard that one wasn't was very not so good. Yeah, we gave yeah. it a five out of ten or something. Yeah. It's just the problem is there's no second joystick, so you can't do camera control and mm-hmm. shooting at the same time. God of yeah. War seemed to do okay. God of War is not a shooter. <laughs> no. Yeah, but it just means that people can find a way to do it. Well, no, neither well, is the problem is with the shooter is you got to control that crosshair. And so what they do is they map it to the face buttons, the triangle, square, uh, circle, and X to control your aiming, which is Didn't very awkward. Wait, it wasn't Medal of Honor you said was the best one. It was SOCOM, wasn't it? No, no SOCOM isn't a first person. Well, no, SOCOM. Well, actually, if they did it with SOCOM, that'd be very interesting. That's a good point. I haven't, I haven't played SOCOM for ages. Either. Yeah. Uh, well, God of War is kind of a different one to bring in there because it's a third person action game where yeah, the camera. Yeah, we camera like in Assassin's Creed and they still managed to make that. No, what I'm saying is the camera's controlled by the CPU in, mm. in God of War and it works really well. In a shooter, you have to control the camera because you want to look around and aim directly at people. But if they. they it might work if they went with SOCOMs because so how, how SOCOMs works is it automatically locks on to people, I think. Mm. I, that I makes it a lot, a lot easier. Like, yeah, I just didn't like Resistance, Retribution. I found Resistance fine. Or uh, Siphon Filter. I don't like those. If they made it more like um, more like a God of War game for the PSP, you know, like they made it more third person, I think that would have helped. They kind of did that with uh, Killzone Liberation. Uh, uh, where no, it was like That's completely different. <laughs> Killzone Liberation is top down. Yes, so is God of War. That's not. Well, it's not exactly top down in uh, Killzone. It's more like 45 degree angle up in the air, but... God of War. It was kind of all over. Well, I I play. I own God of War on the PSP. It's it's it moves around. It's over, usually over your back, oh, not okay. on top of you. I know, but no, neither is Killzone. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I played that too. It's like it's like forty five degree angle. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, the only good PSP, like the only two PSP games that I've actually played were Crisis Core and Dissidia. I really liked Crisis Core. Dissidia was kind of too 
confusing for me at first. Uh, but I guess if they made it like God of War, that sort of um, I don't know what I I don't I can't think of the word right now. Uh, just how they made how they made like God of War. You know how it's God of War is. It's because you have to aim person. your you have to aim your bullets because Uncharted they use guns, right? And yeah. God of War, you could basically just direct yourself towards an enemy and smash mm-hmm. the attack button, and well, your attack that, you would then. probably have a pretty good area of effect. Mm-hmm. But with bullets, you got to be like precise. Yeah. Did they remove so the projectiles from be... the PSP God of War? Uh, I don't remember any, but there might have been maybe. Because he has been a couple years. An hour. Doesn't ring a bell. Anyway, Caleb followed up uh, with another reply. He said, I hope it is not a PS. I hope it's not for the PSP. Don't get me wrong. I like the PSP and all, but after being blown away by the graphics of Uncharted 2, putting the series on the PSP would seem like a downgrade. Mm. You'd think so, but if you see Tekken 6 on the PSP and then compare that to the console version, it's like squeezed down version. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the resolution is a lot smaller, so Mm -hmm. it looks crisp. Yeah, I know. I I I really like Crisis Core's uh, its its presentation. I thought. Oh my gosh, Crisis Core was beautiful. Yeah. That was a really great game. Like uh, there's PSP games where I'm kind of disappointed in their graphics because they basically. we, you know, it's just like making a PS1 game. It, that'll fly. It's like, you know, no. PS2 quality graphics are possible in this, remember, you know? <laughs> so, uh, any final thoughts? Yeah, I think Gran Turismo looks particularly bad. Yeah. Final thoughts? Um, um, I kind of hope, I mean, I don't have a PS3. I have an Xbox 360, but I kind of hope it's for the PS3 and not the me PSP. Too. Cause I, they'll do both. Well, eventually. Yeah. I mean, I, I like his idea of PSP two because PSP two will have a second analog nub. I hope. Mm-hmm. I pray. Yeah, it will take everything that didn't. Then it would do just well. make, then it would just work fine. Mm-hmm. There'd be no problems involved, and yeah. then they could just push the graphics on that. It would probably really sell the PSP two really well. And yeah. I mean, its time is coming in the next two years. I would say. And make it backwards compatible with uh, PSP. original PSP games. Then they would yeah. really sell. I think that's unlikely. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah, they're going digital. Oh, I hate Sony, that. Sony, Sony, Sony. Okay, so, Daryl, I, I believe this is your cue. We have a uh, member of the month segment. Woo! We do, yeah. So. So, so what do you want? I would like <laughs> you to say who the member of the month is. So, January was a good month, and luckily we have a mini-gup episode just at the tail end. And there was a lot of people vying for uh, the spot, I would say, because uh, we have some pretty good members. And we're actually doing uh, voting right now for the member awards. So yes. while those are heating up and people are voting for the 2009 awards, we do have a great member of the month who shined in January, and that was Daryl. I can't remember. It's Silcher. <laughs> what? <laughs> Silcher. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Silcher. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah, we've decided to give Silcher a member of the month because of the effort that he put into the gaming union clan. The clan. Very nice work. Was that on mm. uh, what Xbox Live and PSN? Yes, and we had a massive Uncharted 2 game, which had its ups and downs, mainly due to PSN <gasps> being nasty. Mm. Nasty PSN. Well, congratulations, Silcher. Yeah. Member of the month for January 2010. That's our first member of the month of 2010. So feel 2010-y. Yeah, first one for the decade. Woo! <laughs> and you're the only one, so it's cool. Moving right along. This mm-hmm. is our outro for the show. You can find Minigup in the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union uh, podcast series on GamingUnion.net. And, of course, you can subscribe on iTunes. Uh, We encourage you to join GamingUnion.net. We need thoughtful threads that aren't necessarily about... Well, actually, they can be about news, all you like. Uh, 
threads that are about Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts news, we'll actually start talking about those on the their respective podcasts. But if you want to start something about any news we post, anybody, any other publication posts, by all means, we love talking about it. You can start a thread yeah, sure. about why people say uh. Yeah, why do people say uh? I think it's because <laughs> they're it's thinking, but they don't want the people that they're talking to to feel like they're suddenly ignoring them. No, it's a crutch word. It's something that you hold on uh, to when you're talking, when you're yeah. trying to think of what to say. Yeah, exactly. There we go. This is a good debate. Everyone can start up. Um, yeah. Yep. So how often do you say it? Do you say it more than Kyle? <laughs> yeah. So once again, next Monday's episode will be Kingdom Hearts Union. Uh, next mini gup will be released on February 15th. If there's any changes to the schedule, we'll let you know on either FF Union, KH Union, or on Twitter, which is twitter.com slash gaming union and also we didn't let you know over christmas unfortunately that we were cutting the show because we were away for christmas at the time uh fozzy daryl would you like to say goodbye bye guys (laughs) all right and i'm kyle saying goodbye this has been a gamingunion.net production